Prime Time with Blair and RV on Classic Rock 98.1. Oh boy. If you're following along with all the election coverage over the weekend after it was announced that Joe Biden and Kamala Harris are going to be taking over the White House in the new year, you may have caught this. It's something that ended up going viral over the weekend, a video clip that shows a reporter from a French news station out of Paris, France, doing a report from the streets of Washington when a man with no shirt, who I can only assume that he's a little bit waffled up, he comes up to the reporter, sticks his face into the microphone, and says this. And I've been to France, it's beautiful. Hey, he didn't find such a song. Hey, hey, time go. Night, I love a croissant. Uh-huh. <laughs> I love an omelette. Du fromage. Look, I, I come from French-Canadian heritage, and I can totally appreciate that guy right there. The accent sounded pretty good, eh? Croissant. Uh-huh. Not sure what it is, but whenever somebody tries to imitate a French person, they always resort to naming breakfast foods. I love it. I'm lit. Du fromage. Prime time with Blair and RV. On Classic Rock 98.1. Foo Fighters debuted a new track on Saturday during the post-election episode of SNL. It's called Shame Shame off their upcoming 10th studio album. And I'll say this. It sounds weird. Huge Foo's fan here. The sound of this song is unlike any Foo Fighters you've ever heard, and it really rung a bell in my head that it sounded like an iconic classic rocker, which we'll get to that coming up here. This is the new song. Do you hear who it sounds like yet? Another splinter under the It's definitely a different sound than what you're used to hearing from these guys. You can hear the the full song at ClassicRock981.com. Shame, shame off the album Medicine at Midnight. I heard the song on Saturday as I was watching Saturday Night Live, and at first I was like... This is different. This this is not Foo Fighters. And then I kept listening to the song over and over and over again. Then I started picking up on the beginning of that song sounding a lot like David Bowie's fame. Right? So I started nerding out a little bit and I started researching the new Foo Fighters album Medicine at Midnight. And it turns out that Dave Grohl and the band, they leased an old house, a haunted house in Encino, California. That's about 100 years old. And they recorded the album in the basement of this house where all this weird stuff started happening. When people asked Dave Grohl on what the album sounded like, he said, and I'm not lying, it sounded like David Bowie's Let's Dance album. So not only are we getting a new Foo Fighters album released uh, in 2021, but Dave Grohl and the Foo is going to be channeling their inner David Bowie. I mean, like, listen to this right here. And then you listen to the start of the new Foo Fighters song. (laughs) Like you totally hear it. And you can hear the full track and uh, you can see the Times Like These performance they did, which was absolutely amazing. Live on SNL up at ClassicRock981.com. 2020 has been a grind of a year. If there's any news that's going to help carry us through the rest of the year, it's that a new Foo Fighters album is going to be dropping on February 5th. Prime time with Blair and RV 
on Classic Rock 98.1. It was a little bit of a bummer weekend. Alex Trebek, a longtime host of Jeopardy, passed away at the age of 80. And we also lost a hockey legend, too, Howie Meeker. Howie Meeker passed away at 97. It's a long life. Howie Meeker won four Stanley Cups with the Maple Leafs. And he had a legendary broadcasting career with the CBC. Do you remember, here in London, Ontario, Howie Meeker's Hockey School? And do you remember watching it on the CBC? Oh yeah, listen to this theme song right out of the 70s right here. (laughs) So to add a little bit of a background, you may remember Howie Meeker's Hockey School was located inside Hockeyland, which was on uh, White Oak Road back in the, uh, the 70s. Little, just a tad bit before my time. But I was uh, chatting with my dad last night about uh, Hockeyland and Howie Meeker's Hockey School and Hockeyland. If you remember, if you were there in the uh, the, the 70s during its its prime run there, uh, they had to put pylons on the ice because there were parts of the ice that wouldn't freeze, so there'd be a puddle. So you'd be playing a game and you would be skating around avoiding a pylon on the ice because you shouldn't skate there because your skate blade will go right through to the cement. <laughs> The dressing rooms were also in the basement, if you remember. And uh, according to players that played there, it had some of the worst ice out of any arena they ever skated on. Good old Hockeyland on White Oak Road. But if you remember uh, Howie Meeker's hockey school, he always gave out tips to kids, but they were in such a direct type of manner. Uh, There was an episode of Howie Meeker's hockey school where he was talking about um, ankle strength. And not attributing to being a good skater. But have a listen. This was a, a clip from Howie Meeker's Hockey School, uh, an episode from the mid-70s. These boys and girls have struggled like this all winter long and haven't improved one bit. You could give them ankle-strengthening exercises seven days a week year-round, and they wouldn't skate any better. All these boys and girls can learn to skate. Give them boots that fit with built-in support and watch them go. Little Gordy here will never skate like a howl, but at age 9 or 10, he could make the team and have a ball. And really, isn't that what minor hockey's all about? Holy smokes. Howie Meeker's Hockey School, just a legendary TV program out of the 70s. Some of that shot here in London, Ontario at Hockeyland on White Oak Road. If you have any memories of Howie Meeker's Hockey School or the good old Hockeyland in uh, South London... Give the show a shout. Let us know. We would love to hear those stories. 519-679-3733. Hockey night in Canada legend and star of Howie Meeker's Hockey School on the CBC. Howie Meeker passed away over the weekend. He was 97. Primetime with Blair and Darby. On Classic Rock 98.1. This is a long overdue project here in the city of London. And starting today for the next two years, it's going to cause a little bit of a headache. Especially if you commute through here on the way to or from the Warncliffe Underpass near Horton and Stanley. Oh, the city is saying that vehicle lanes will be restricted, sidewalks may be closed, and congestion will happen. And also access to the Thames Valley Parkway from Warncliffe Road will be closed starting Monday for about five days. This project will not be done until 2022. So... Brace yourselves. This is about to cause a lot of madness because the only way around is to go down Springbank to Wonderland Road or cut through the downtown to get around. The city letting you know that this is the start of a two-year, $38 million project. And I know if you're traveling northbound on Warncliffe to get underneath that bridge during rush hour, chances are you're backed up all the way to almost Emory. Feels like that every day, does it not? 
one lane going through that bridge each way. It's brutal. So now that Grandma London has accepted the city's settlement offer and has vacated her gardens and migrated over to the Blackfriars area, we can finally have nice things and a lot less swearing on Warncliffe Road at rush hour. Primetime with Blair and Darby on Classic Rock 98.1. And I was driving down Oxford last night and I saw something that made me really, really sad. A long-time London golf and entertainment landmark is closed for good. Forest Glen Golf Center is closed permanently, and I saw a sign yesterday saying that the property was for sale, and it just made me sad. Growing up here in the city of London, Forest Glen Golf Center was the place to be. 80s and the 90s, the mini golf, they had the driving range, the chip and putt. I don't know how many times we went mini golfing there as kids, and it was just, it was the greatest. You'd pull into that gravel parking lot off Oxford Street West, and you'd walk around the fence, you'd get your putters, you would play 18, and sometimes sneak onto the other side for free. <laughs> Those were the times, and I just remember going to that driving range at Forest Glen uh, every year, like right after the Masters. In the spring, everybody would get golf fever and Forest Glen driving range would always be packed. And they had that giant target at the uh, the east end of the driving range that had like the, the fire bell on it. So like sometimes you'd be golfing and somebody would come up and just absolutely annihilate a golf ball like 315 yards and ping right off that bell. And you could hear that thing from miles away. When somebody hit the bell, it shook the ground a little bit near Cherry Hill. Uh, that's a bummer. I know it was family owned for so long. And at the start of the pandemic, I remember driving by there and, you know, it wasn't open yet. They hadn't announced the official season and then months went by and you would see the mini golf course was all overgrown. And yesterday, lo and behold, a big for sale sign right at the front of the property along Oxford Street West. And I... One of my favorite places to go as a kid in this city. Nothing ever quite compared. If you look up Forest Glen Golf Center on uh, on Google, there's all these people writing negative reviews saying, oh, this place, all the turf around the holes is popping up. It's not a good mini golf course. I'll have you know the Forest Glen Golf Center used to be the best mini golf course here in the city and one of the most bumping places on a Friday night because you could go hit 18 mini pot and then you could walk over to Fleetway and bowl a couple games. London, Ontario fun at its finest and we're going to miss Forest Glen Golf Center. Hey, if you got deep pockets, I know I don't, you should totally buy that place and rejuvenate it a little bit because I guarantee you there's still some memories on that property to experience before all of it turns into condos. Prime time with Blair and Darby on Classic Rock 98.1.